amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. Portland, Oregon has become the epicenter in these last few days since this historic election and the unprecedented election of Donald Trump. So I think that's a good place to start, Greg. What was your initial reaction to this unprecedented election of Donald Trump? So let's start there. You know, I, th- I think that mostly everybody was just sad. Everybody's saddened by the fact that he's going to be our president. Um, I think people were in shock. We were told by the media pretty much forever um, that he had no chance. Um, and so now we have to organize quickly. And I think these communities that definitely don't support Donald Trump need to insulate themselves from his policies. And our local governments need to pick up the slack of what the federal government uh, won't be doing anymore, such as, you know, getting single payer health care at the state level because um, Obamacare could be ripped away, um, taking action on climate change even at the state level as you might get rid of the whole entire EPA. Um, and, and making sure that we don't um, bow down to his threats and, and we continue for Portland and San Francisco and other cities to be sanctuary cities to um, refugees and workers from Mexico and such and, and from around the world. Definitely. Now, uh, for the benefit of our listeners, will you tell us and explain what is the Portland resistance and, and what's your role or what's your capacity with the resistance? So I'm the founder and the spokesperson, and then I'm on our executive committee. Um, And and basically, um, I had been a protester and an activist um, and working in politics as well in Portland for a long time. And people were basically going to hit the streets regardless And here in Portland, and they did as soon as he was elected. And so I um, I, I decided we needed to organize something to, to where we could try and keep everything peaceful, so where we could have a centralized location and have things organized, and also so that we can make it clear that Donald Trump is going to be our president, and we don't have time to spend our energy trying to stop him from being president. Um, uh, we have to prepare for him being president. People say, why don't you give him a chance? And it's like, that's like saying, if somebody has a gun to your head, do you run, um, you know, or do you wait and see if there's a bullet in it or not? And you don't have the, you don't have the privilege <laughs> right. to wait and see if there's a bullet in it. We have to prepare um, as if there is a bullet in it. Um, we don't have time or the, the privilege to to wait and see because we know how he campaigned. We know what he stands for, and we know what he stood for ever since he was a celebrity, whether he was, you know, um, with the, the New York Five that were arrested um, and he was writing in the newspaper that they should be executed. They were teens, and then they ended up all being innocent um, from the lawsuits when, um, back in the day when him and his dad were sued for not renting to, to uh, people of color. I mean, like, we know what he stands for, um, and I'm not going to, you know, stand and let this guy who's, who's uh, you know, a proud sexual assaulter um, right. just run right. our country like that. Um, so we need to organize at the state level so we can insulate ourselves from Donald Trump's policies. 
Okay, thank you. So I want to ask you now, uh, at first, when the protest was happening on Thursday, and so we're talking about Thursday, November the 10th, um, I understand, mm-hmm. you know, the, the you organized a peaceful resistance and a peaceful march. Now, uh, I saw news reports that you had uh, possibly gone home or separated yourself from it because there is a uh, kind of an anarchistic element or other people that came in and joined the event that were not invited or have some ill intentions. Will you help us understand, you know, what is that group or who is it that's infiltrating the peaceful protest that has ultimately landed in several nights of violence clashing with the Portland police? What what Um, exactly is happening? I think we have to be careful in blaming an entire group or ideology and anarchism um, for for okay. the act of certain individuals. I, I don't call them anarchists. I call them vandals because um, we actually do have a strong anarchist um, movement here in Portland, and they have been helpful at many times. Um, and we do have different tactics sometimes, but um, they have been helpful and understand and respect our peaceful tactic. Um, I don't blame that ideology or any group for the acts of individuals. Um, but I think sure. that instead of just think, to, in, but we do have to condemn the violence and, and the destruction, but that's not enough. We have to think about why is that? You know, Martin Luther King said a riot is the language of the unheard. These people feel unheard. So we need to find a way to channel um, their energy in a way that they can be heard towards positivity. Um, instead of just only condemning the violence, um, we have to talk about why is that there? Why is there so much rage? Why do these people feel left behind? We need to talk about these things, not simply just condemn them. Um, so we do organize peaceful protests on Thursday. Yes. Um, we, we had a protest um, and there were certain individuals um, that were doing things. I considered going home, but, but I didn't want to leave my people. So um, we just told people to distance themselves from, from others um, that were doing violent acts, and then we kind of uh, redirected our route back to where we had started. Um, I think uh, you know, we elected a candidate of chaos, and I don't think you can be surprised that now there is chaos. Um, and, and also I think it, it, it's important um, that we understand that that it's not my job or anybody else's job to censor anybody's activism. If you don't like the way that people are expressing themselves, which I do not approve of that way of expressing yourself, then I need to distance myself from them. Um, people say what you should be doing more to stop the violence. Um, I can't direct my people to physically intervene with with other people because while I don't support property being damaged, um, my number one priority is the safety of individuals. And if I tell people, if you see someone with a baseball bat breaking stuff, go confront them, then I could, it could result in fights in the streets and people getting seriously hurt. So all I can do is direct people to remain peaceful. I can lead by example, and I can lead my, um, my people away from any sort of destruction. Great. And, and I, I want to make sure that uh, we get this mentioned on air, that you guys have a GoFundMe page. Um, I'll just give the highlights. It says Portland's Resistance Rebuild Fund. So this is where you are doing your part to help gather some funds to go towards damage and issues that happened that night. Is that correct? That's correct. And last I checked, I think we raised somewhere around $50,000. Our goal is $100,000. We want to make sure that we are uh, we have also been volunteering every day, cleaning up the city after things have, have happened that night from other elements. And then we've been um, making sure to um, to have people reach out to us if their property or um, for any reason that they were monetarily or physically or emotionally damaged so that we can rectify that. 
Excellent. Thank you, Greg. I, I want to talk briefly about Friday the 11th. So um, I was there present for Friday the 11th. It was my uh, first time covering an event of this nature. So I got to tell you, it was uh, honestly surprising to me in a lot of ways. Uh, I have a couple clips. Uh, we have about 10 minutes to discuss here. So the first clip right now is a clip that I personally took. This was uh, just prior to the police actually using any type of riot uh, deflating measures. I want you to listen to this announcement from the Portland police. They had uh, declared at that point that some type of acts of vandalism or mischief had occurred. This crowd that I was uh, standing between was on basically on 4th Avenue, uh, you know, between 4th and uh, uh, Jefferson and Washington, rather, about 1,000 strong or so. And uh, basically, at a certain point, I literally witnessed with my own eyes someone from the crowd throwing something like a Molotov cocktail at the police, and it hit them. And before I noticed it, I had hundreds of people running at me. And then just a moment later, there were things like grenades or explosions and flashbangs. Um, it was really jarring, really intense for me. Um, do you have any feedback on, on that type of response from the Portland police? Is that standard? Is this all, does this all follow some playbook? So I've been, this is, this is new, um, not their response, but our response in that we have thousands of people in the streets. I've been an activist here in Portland for a long time. I've been leading marches. Um, and, you know, I think tactics of the police are evolving because they haven't seen um, this sort of energy before in the streets. And um, I think that it is horrible that they are doing things like that because they're only inciting more violence. And I honestly think the more police presence that there is, the more violence that th that there is. Um, and, and I think it only instigates, um, and there's been, every time that they have been making arrests, they've basically been arresting indiscriminately um, and not, and the charges have not stuck for anybody yet. Um, they're just arresting as a fear tactic. And, and I don't think that's the way our justice system is supposed to be working. Um, I also don't think you get to um, try people in the streets and then punish them with grenades or, or smoke and things like that because, um, you know, I think there's nothing more patriotic than using your First Amendment right to push for change. And, you know, Howard Zinn said, um, uh, protest beyond the sanction of the law is not a departure from democracy, but it's absolutely essential to it. And I think that's important for everybody to realize, including the Portland police. Sure. And, and just so that I'm clear with, with you and with our listeners, yes, it was my first time seeing something like this in the first person, but I was there as a reporter, as a member of the media. Um, there were plenty of others. I, I saw media that was down, you know, on the ground, uh, you know, between Jefferson and Washington. And then I saw like all the KGW, like your typical press corps that was on high ground. And I immediately surmised that they clearly were in a position to bail. Uh, it's just that simple. They just wanted to be in a position that mm -hmm. if things went south really quickly, that they could bail. Unfortunately, I was in a position where I had hundreds of people and grenades flying at me. So I took a lot of learning lessons from it. But um, in our last few minutes here, I have a clip from Cameron Witten. So basically, I followed the Yeah, crowd. I'm actually um, with Cameron they, right they, now. Okay, okay. So this crowd broke off from that engagement there, I marched down Broadway, and then it looked like they're about to 
They were about to go over the Burnside Bridge, and then this clip. Um, I'm out here on Morrison Bridge, and uh, we had uh, a shooting that happened, people heard about, and I'm with some other folks who were there and saw what happened. Um, apparently, other folks uh, recognized the shooters as people who had been involved in some of the demonstrations and saw them uh, visibly um, you know, damaging property, tagging things, and so people did recognize them for that. Um, I'm safe. Um, the police um, were able to get the license plate, so thanks for help with decoding that. And uh, the police now have that information, um, myself and other Okay, so from from what I understand from this, there was a shooting that happened on the Morrison Bridge, and your friend Cameron is an eyewitness. What can you tell us? Um, just that that somebody was upset about um, about their car being blocked in traffic and, and things like that, and so eventually um, they got out of their car and expressed their anger through violence. Um, I think that it's also important that we understand that the shooter seems to be from a marginalized community, and, and we need to not just condemn, even though we, we have to condemn violence, but we have to think of why. Why is this? Um, and um, I also think we have to be careful about throwing people into our criminal justice system that I don't think is very just. Are you surprised in any capacity, um, given you know the other events that were transpiring between protesters and the police and the way that that's all been escalating, that there's now been actual gunfire? Does it surprise you? I'm surprised that there hasn't that this hasn't been worse. Um, this reminds me a lot of what was going on in Bahrain in like 2013, and I'm worried about where this is headed. And I think that's why our group needs to help direct energy towards something positive. Um, but at the same time, we have to send a message that this is not normal and this is not okay that Donald Trump is president. And I think that how do we want to go down in the history books for a Donald Trump presidency? Do we want to go down as an America that accepted this and, and, and let this man become the leader of the free world with no resistance? Or do we want to go down historically as resisting the worst president ever? Are you satisfied with the level of cooperation or involvement that your group has seen from the mayor and Portland police? I noticed that the tone appears to be changing as of their press conference yesterday. They're basically saying the time for protest is over. Does it look like they're really, they're just sort of over it at this point? I don't collaborate with the police whatsoever. Um, and I'm not going to. I have a long history of dealing with the Portland police and, and protesting against them. We had an incident on October 12th where they beat hundreds of men, women, and children, disabled and elderly people out of City Hall so they could pass a corrupt police union contract. And I used to be meeting with the mayor on a regular basis. And ever since then, I have no words for the mayor. Um, and I'm, I'm not willing to negotiate or talk to the mayor because I have no respect for his morals after I saw him beat women, children, and disabled people. Um, and I wow. also don't work with the police. Um, so um, I don't care what they say. Um, and um, I think that right now we need to build community. And that's not the police's job. That's my job. They can do whatever they need to do or want to do. I'm going to protect my people and protect my community and insulate ourselves from Donald Trump's policy. 
And if they want to choose the side of Donald Trump, then then they're part of the problem too. Understood. All right, Greg, thanks. So uh, we're down to final two minutes. Um, what is your group's plan for today and going forward in two minutes? So we have a meeting, a meeting going on right now where we're kind of just organizing our structure and things like that. Obviously, this all popped off really quickly, um, yet we were able to raise $50,000 and we have over 11,000 likes um, on the Portland's Resistance Facebook page. And so we need to organize. But today we're holding just a vigil for the person that was shot for the um, individuals that have been arrested by the Portland police recently and also for the um, uh, for the people that are going to be most affected by a Donald Trump presidency. Um, so we're going to have a candlelight vigil today at the Portland waterfront. It's not a protest. It's not a rally. It's community building. Great. Thank you. I, I really appreciate your efforts. Um, and I, I just want to make it clear that we have been uh, illustrating in all of our tweets and representation that you have been organizing peaceful events, and we want to make sure that that message is clear, that any dissent from that is not sanctioned or authorized by you. Um, we just want to also pass along the word that we're here, we're starting up as a new news organization. If anyone from your groups or anyone you talk to wants to get an added voice, we'd be more than happy to have them on our show. That would be excellent, and I'll spread the word. Thank you for coming on the show, Greg, and good luck. Of course, anytime. Thank you for having me. And, and everybody, please like the Portland's Resistance Facebook page. And if you have the privilege and ability and opportunity to, we would appreciate you donating to our GoFundMe so we can help rebuild our city. Okay, we'll include the link. Thank you. Good luck, Greg. Thank you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.